and welcome to Human Seeking Human, a podcast where we read old newspaper articles to find connections. And I'm your host, Liz. And I'm your co-host, Zandy, or Liz's co-host. Yeah. My subordinate. Yeah. Zandy's chiefer. And we just finished recording next week's episode. With Which a is a guest. freaking treat, y'all. I'm so excited for it. It's really good I've never stuff. been so excited to edit an episode. Like, I, I'm ready to listen to it because it was so amazing and fun. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be, I think y'all are going to like it. It's somebody who, in my opinion, is like podcast royalty. So a really big deal um, and just super fun conversation, fun to talk to all around good time um i was hilarious sandy was mm, subpar but nothing new yeah and everyone, everyone made me look bad normally it's just liz making me look bad but then i had two people making me look bad so i looked extra bad we played but a game and sandy actually you tied for first we tied we tied for first yeah Out of two. um are we saying who it is should we? We dropped I some hints. I gave some hints to our close friends. Oh, okay. I like that. Yeah. Um, I think we should just come out and say it. We've got Alex Goldman from uh, Reply, Reply All. All podcast. So uh, if any of you listen to that, uh, you'll know how much of a treat it must have been for us. And then you're getting a treat next week when you get to listen to it because uh, it was so much fun. We talked all about all sorts of things, and um, it was really fun hearing his perspective and uh, also talking about his music, too. So we're, it was lots of fun. Can't wait for you all to hear it. Yeah, and if you haven't listened to uh, Reply All, you should definitely listen to it. And if you haven't heard, Alex Goldman does make music under the name Slow Fawns and is releasing a record sometime soon and we get to hear a little preview of it and everything uh in this upcoming episode so just lots of cool stuff stay tuned now we're gonna give you regularly scheduled content which includes a dream date i have a dream <gasps> date for you wow read it to me this is your hypothetical partner that you're going on a date with hey partner's a little strong we'll see how the date goes uh, but this is someone from May 21st, 1995, who wrote into the Fort Collins, Colorado in, in Fort Collins, Colorado. I like Fort Collins. Okay. Already one box checked. How about the, the rest? Attractive, five foot two, blonde, slender, divorced female, 31, loves Harleys, dancing, laughing. Seeking secure, literate, big, hairy man to spoil me. No <laughs> racists. Um, bit of a roller coaster. I did feel it was. There's a, bit a pretty of a big, coaster. big dip in the middle. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that's how you felt. We took a hard left turn. Um, <laughs> love. You know, one of the things that I thought was super sexy about Joey when I found her online was that she was posed with a motorcycle that she actually does ride, and she's taking me on some rides on her motorcycle. It's very romantic, so I love that. Um, I'm not a big hairy man, but I'm not a racist, so I'm like See? one for two. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, I mean, if if you also love motorcycles and dancing and laughing, and if you're secure and literate, like there are a lot of <laughs> things that I feel would relate to you. So th- they can look past you not being a big hairy man. I think. I love to laugh. Ha 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 ha. And I love to hear you laugh. Ha ha ha. That's so wonderful. <laughs> okay. I'm glad you couldn't see our faces. Neither of them were laughing faces. (laughs) I have a really good one for you. Should I read it or? No. Okay. Next, we've got textual. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, please. I would love to hear it. Oh, I love to laugh. Okay. (laughs) Oh, no. This is in, um, in the personal ads. It's the only one that doesn't have the usual heading it just launches right into it okay okay if i were a kaleidoscope and you looked inside me here's what you'd see a very attractive sensual professional woman 45 5 foot 8 125 pounds who's open warm playful and irreverent yet discerning and pragmatic passionate mystical and artistic yet firm and incisive. Multiple interests. Wants a man who's open-hearted, down-to-earth, bright, witty, sexy, gutsy, non-smoking, for a lasting relationship that's fun, sane, and supportive. Actually, yeah, I'm into that one. Um, I Okay, they seem very well-rounded. I'm very impressed by the way they were able to also describe themselves. I thought that was very well put all of that. It seems like they put in the work and the effort to actually try to uh, put their best foot forward and show who they are. However, I never fully got past the whole look inside me. I'm a kaleidoscope thing. That is not, I I did not like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. But also why kaleidoscope? Kaleidoscope, you look in a kaleidoscope and it's it's not, you don't learn anything. You just get dizzy and your head hurts. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, there's a lot. Um, I, I actually spent a long time sort of going through the, the personal ads. I don't know what was going on on July 12th, 1990 in Los Angeles, California, but these are the weirdest personal ads I've ever seen. Oh. A lot of them are weird. I'm going to keep pulling from them so you don't get to hear anymore. But what newspaper was this from? LA Weekly. Okay. Interesting. Don't look Maybe... it up. Not looking it up. Oh my them. gosh. Please. I've got plenty where, where I get mine. I don't need your garbage publications. Please. Um, anyway. Yeah. No, I, I, I like this person a lot. Like, I would like to, I would not be opposed to getting to know them better as long as I don't actually have to look inside of them because I am struggling to decide what that means and I kind of don't want to get to reach any sort of conclusion because it, it won't be pretty. Um, now I'm going to move on to a textual encounter, which is a, a misconnection and I saw you ad type thing. Uh, this is from the Los Angeles Craigslist. This is a... Um, misconnection on there from uh, this week. Potential citizen scientist frog expedition. You and I talked about a month ago about going to the LA river to hunt for some frogs. 
I said it might be nice to help out the Natural History Museum and identify any invasive species we might come across. Our communication stopped there, but my desire to perform a civic and environmental good, while possibly kindling something else with you, lived on. I never got your last name. Wow, that's like cute and really weird. <laughs> um, but like we just we talked in the episode that's releasing next week about how how niche some of these uh, posts are, uh, whether it's on Craigslist or in newspapers, because that's something that you know you find your person that way. Some people at least go that route where they do. Oh, frogs! Yes, we are frog people. Let us do our frog thing, please, and then see what comes of it. I th- I honestly thought for a minute when you said I uh, like I never miss the opportunity. I don't want to miss the opportunity to perform a civic duty. I was like, he's gonna get sexual. It's gonna take a yeah. sharp turn here, <laughs> and it didn't, which was cool. No. I was a fan of the turn that it did take, but yeah, it wasn't what um wasn't what I was expecting. I don't blame you because I I bring up. I've had swingers, I think, last week, and then another week I had the whole, or maybe last week was the, the big hands to rub the grocery store employee. Yeah, so you've put me through some things. I've, I have. And so I saw this and I picked it because it was such a different type of misconnection and seemed very wholesome and nice. And uh, yeah, and actually, because I've read so many and a lot of them are no joke. I think one was red shorts blue hat or something i saw you and it was at a very like busy place like i think it was a a stadium or something and i'm like that's not you're not gonna find this person i don't think this just seems so i don't know so broad uh, in the wise words of justin bieber you know i i I have a a theory where a lot of these misconnections are not about anyone in particular they're vague enough where they just get somebody to reach out to them so Mm. they can just I don't know, kindle something from nothing. Um, and they keep it vague to just draw in, you know, anyone who might be interested uh, in starting something that way. But anyway, in this case, though, not at all that. This is very specific. They want to go frog hunting. So I. Why not? Uh, ho- hopefully it works out for them. Why not go frog hunting? Uh, so now we have some way back whenevers. I have a number of them. Um, I just went to click on one of the articles and it took me to a different page. And it's just all the the ads for the phone sex lines. And wow. I love that. Distracted me for a moment. Are the lines still up? Can I? give them a call i don't know but this one says everyone on this line is geographically desirable special selections for beverly hills the west side and beach areas meet the girl or guy next door right over your phone and that strikes me as a perfect opportunity for like um you know when customer service people will call you and they'll have a thick accent of Mm -hmm. like an indian accent yeah and they'll be like They'll say their name is like Joe when they're from Texas. And you're like, mm-hmm. no, that's not true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like that's what this would be. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yes, I live next door to you. It's like, yeah. oh, yeah. What's your address? Oh, it's just yours plus two numbers. Yeah. Like being like, yeah, uh-huh, I totally live there. 
Yeah. Oh, so you go to that coffee shop down by the street? Yeah, yeah, of course. I love all the coffee shops on the streets down in that general vicinity. <laughs> you say enough vague stuff, people will just give you what, what you need to know. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm. All right, so I'm going to read something that was sent to me Ooh. by a couple of people in the Twitter DMs that I don't have a source for. I as It is printed. It's like a photo from... It's either from a magazine or from a newspaper. It's really um, aggressive horoscopes from 1979. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to read everybody's horoscopes. Uh, let's start with Aquarius. That's January 20th to February 18th. Aquarius, you have an inventive mind and are inclined to be progressive. You lie a great deal. You make the same mistakes repeatedly because you're stupid. Everyone thinks you're a fucking jerk. Oh, that got a lot more aggressive than I thought. So a lot of people are going to feel called out here today, huh? Yeah, we're, you're all going to hear your signs, and I want to hear if you feel that we're, these are accurate. We're not going to read Libra, though, right? We are. Oh, Absolutely no. Protect us. Pisces, February 19th to March 20th. You have a vivid imagination and often think you are being followed by the FBI or CIA. You have no influence on your friends and people resent you for flaunting your power. You lack confidence and are generally a dipshit. I feel like the person who wrote this had like wow. very specific people in mind and was really angry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aries, March 21st to April 19th. You are the pioneer type and think that most people are dickheads. You are quick-tempered, impatient, and scornful of advice. You are a prick. This is all like type, clearly written by a typewriter. Like it's like old. Yeah, uh, yeah. So some of the letters are a little bit hard to read. Okay. Taurus, April 20th to May 20th. You are practical and persistent. You have a dogged determination to work like hell. Most people think you are stubborn and bullheaded, but you are nothing but a damn communist. Nope. Oh. There's that seven. That's like the flavor. nicest one yet. I know. Um, Gemini, May 21st to June 20th. You are a quick and intelligent thinker. People like you because you are bisexual. You are inclined to experience too much for too little. This means you are a cheap bitch. What this is all over the place. I know. People like you because you're bisexual, and then you're a cheap bitch. Okay. Yep. Wow. Just that's what it is. But, um, but like, there's there's someone out there who's hearing this and is like, "Oh shit, they're right." <laughs> like, it just like nails it somehow. I'm a bisexual cheap bitch. Honestly, I read the Libra one and was like, mm. uh -oh, no, "You'll I'm hear nervous. it." It's pretty I'm nervous. Brutal. All right, but first we'll go to Cancer. Okay. June twenty first to July twenty second. You are sympathetic and understanding of other people's problems, which makes you a sucker. You are always putting things off. That is why you will always be on welfare and won't be worth shit. Everyone in prison is a cancer. Oh, my God. There's a little bit of political one, undertone yeah, in that one. That one was brutal to a lot of people. Yeah. It's Yikes. just... Although I'm curious if they've ever done a scientific study to see if everyone in prison is a cancer. Oh, that's true. I think we need to do that, though, for sure. Because I don't know. for I can't say for sure with 100% certainty. I know. 
and honestly in that case just if all babies born between june 21st and july 22nd just start them off there yeah yeah probably the best thing trial and someone's a gemini or a libra just let them off Mm because a cancer did it true here's leo july 23rd to august 22nd you consider yourself a born leader others think you are an idiot most leos are bullies you are vain and can't tolerate honest criticism your arrogance is disgusting Leo people are thieving and motherfuckers and most of their time spend uh, and spend most of their time kissing mirrors. Wow. Um, oh my God. That one was like extra like, I don't know. I'm They're nervous for Libra now. They're getting bad. They, yeah, this, I'm just, I just, I'm, they do kind of escalate that it's oh pretty. Whoever is this needs better help. <laughs> um online counseling and should well, unless they're being mean to their counselor okay <laughs> true <laughs> virgo august 23rd to september 22nd this is joey's she didn't like it when i read her her horoscope <laughs> you are the logical type and hate discord the shit picking is sickening to your friends you're unemotional and often fall asleep while fucking virgos are good bus drivers and pimps wow okay good virgos are good buster is that meant as an insult or positive it's so random yeah the insults are so it does give me the feeling of like i don't know if you've ever talked to like uh sort of like a crotchety old person where like they sort of like seem like they're going to be sweet and then they seem really it's like sort Mm -hmm, of like mm -hmm, back and mm -hmm, forth mm -hmm um even like my my grandma my dad's side she's totally with it but sometimes she'll be like oh i remember she said this to me the other day i was talking about how i walk around with a water bottle she's like oh i remember all the teachers at my school when i worked there would walk around carrying coffee coffee mugs to and from class out of the kitchen it was so trashy and disgusting and i was like what and she was like you eat and drink in the kitchen and i was like where did that come from i feel like that's what this is like yeah yeah, you're a born leader and everyone thinks you're an idiot (laughs) (laughs) okay i'm stalling because here we go no i'm just nervous libra september 23rd to october 2nd you are the artistic type and have a difficult time with reality. If you are male, you are nil. Most Libra women are whores. All Libras die of venereal disease. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Well then, um, I'm not gonna argue it. <laughs> I know, you know? I'm like, well, who knows? We'll have to see if we both die of venereal disease. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There could be something to it. Yeah, we should do a studies scientific should be study. Done. Yep. Studies should be done. All right. Scorpio. October 23rd to November 21st. The worst of the lot. You are a shrewd in business and can't be trusted. You shall achieve the pinnacle of success because of your total lack of ethics. You are a perfect son of a bitch. Most Scorpios are murderers. It's the nicest one. And yeah. it starts with the worst of the lot. Like, why yeah, yeah, are you yeah. saying because the worst it, of the lot? They're saying they're going to be successful. Yeah. 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 
you're, you'll achieve the pinnacle of success. You're the worst. Libras, who aren't the worst, are whores and will die of venereal <laughs> disease. It's a lot. It's a lot. It is. It is. It is. All right. Two more. Sagittarius, November 22nd to December 21st. You are optimistic and enthusiastic. You have a reckless tendency to rely on luck since you have no talent. The majority <laughs> of Sagittarians are drunks. Nixon is a Sagittarian. You are not worth the time of day. <laughs> so I love that like enough said type of thing. Like Nixon, like all they had to throw in there is like Nixon is a Sagittarius. Hello. Yeah. Uh, like Libras are going to die of venereal disease, but at least they're not Nixon. Okay. <laughs> Last one. Here we go. Capricorn, December 22nd to January 19th. You are conservative and afraid of taking risks. You are basically a chicken shit. There has never been a Capricorn of any importance. Wow. Okay. Okay. So here, that was Ouch. your 1979 horoscope. That's brutal. That was brutal. 1979? Yeah. What was going on in the stars that day? Can you imagine like... <laughs> Nothing good. A serious, you know... Uh, like you go in to have your horoscope read by like a psychic and they're like, you know, really nice and like reading and like doing the math and they're like, oh, yeah. you're, the stars are saying you're a whore and you're going to die of venereal disease. <laughs> Nixon is a Sagittarius. Like just. Yeah. What if this, yeah, this just actually was how it is. It's not this person's fault. Like normally, yeah, normally they're, um, it's rude the, to say those things. Yeah, no, and normally this person wouldn't say any of these things. It just happened to be in the stars, you know? It's just... I'm going to start... Don't shoot the I'm, messenger. I'm going to be like, hey, Zandi, I know that you think that you're creative, but I, I looked at your sign and you're you're a dumbass <laughs> and everybody hates you. And I think you have an STD. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. Like, Liz, I was like on my way here. I looked up at the sky and I just saw like written in the stars that you're a giant whore. Like, that's, yeah. that's what it was telling me. I, I, hey, I, hey, I checked it's the not tea for leaves me. and they're totally in alignment with what I got from the sky. Okay. See, then I can't argue with you because you're not, you're not presenting it as if it's something that you said. It's what the tea leaves said. So like, what can I do? Yeah. Did you know Nixon was a Libra? <laughs> Is that what the stars said today? Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Um, I've got one that's uh, terrible. To, so, okay, this was a trip. <laughs> this was weird. I, this was from 1909. And like you've brought something to the table that uh was kind of you know you, you brought it to the table and you're like hey by the way i don't agree with this but this is what the kind of shit you read in newspapers was this is very much one of those very okay. much one of those his first one it is uh it is not pretty um here is what it says this is from medford mail tribune medford oregon uh july 7th 1909 um i'll do uh this is and what's scary is that this is meant as like a joke um, but I will say like content warning for like domestic abuse. Okay. Um, so this is what was apparently fit to print. Uh, here it is. Punishment and crime. She seems to be having a pretty good time now that she and her husband are separated, whispered the three girls in the corner as she entered the room. I don't blame her, said one. He beat her, didn't he? They looked her over again. Well, I don't blame him for beating her, the third declared. If she dressed like that. That red is awful. And that's it. Oh, God. Isn't that bizarre? Awful. Yeah. 
and it was immediately after a segment about savages is the word that they use savages mm-hmm. in um like on islands that haven't been touched by europeans yeah and it's like about how how scary it is that these savages exist i mean it's like really like i read that and i had to do like a this is and i'm like what this is literally just like it meant as a joke like a story like a joke story not even clearly yeah. nothing that, and then i read the next one okay and burst out laughing that the it, <laughs> this is all it says all it says cause for regret quote i licked the stuffing out of dick smith this morning and that's it <laughs> why i don't know it's... i licked the stuffing out of dick smith this morning i don't know i don't know i don't know it but reminds like... me oh no sorry no, no, please tell me what it what what this could possibly make you think of. I need I need to know. It reminds me of like back in the day logging onto like 4chan or some like just mm. chaos board where yeah. it's like, "Oh, that's fucked up. I can't believe anyone would say that." Licked the stuff and out of Dick Smith. You're just like, "What is this chaos? Like what is happening?" I I think a lot of the 1800s and early 1900s newspapers are it'll be an article that's like ghost spotted in downtown and then the next article will be like Joanne's grandma died and then the next <laughs> article will be like should women be allowed outside of the kitchen unattended and it's like uh-huh. it's bizarre it's weird it is weird and it's crazy that that's it's real it's cool that it's real it's sad mm-hmm. and gross but it's also really interesting to see and i guess heartening to know that that wouldn't fly yes no that's so true it's i saw that and i thought you know what like i feel like most people can agree that that's definitely just not something worthy of a newspaper and hasn't been i mean it wasn't worthy back then either but uh, uh clearly there are different standards and views uh in 1909 but yeah i feel like now if so i mean something like that was published anywhere people would rightfully be upset, be upset. <laughs> and here yeah. it's like people probably read this at home and got a good chuckle out of it like ha 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 like oh domestic abuse ha 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 yeah. uh, oh let's see what happened to dick smith this morning i i don't even know what that means like i think i licked the stuffing out like because i know like licked was also a word for punching yeah but i don't know what it means to lick this so you punch them so hard that dick smith's stuffing came out but the problem is nowadays how we use the word licked it just made it even like w- fucking weirder yeah yeah i don't know i don't know i, I don't know. I am reminded of in July, I posted on our Instagram an ad that I saw. You might have actually sent it to me. I don't remember. But it says, how you can lick constipation. <laughs> I, that's funny. It's an ad for olive tablets. And yeah, maybe that's what this is about. And Crystal this- on Instagram clarified, in case anyone here didn't know, lick is an old timey saying for beating someone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you land a, a good lick. You got a good lick. Yeah. I, so I don't know what the fuck's happening, but that that was that was what was on the mind of the people in Medford Mail, Med, sorry, Medford, Oregon, of the Medford Mail Tribune from in 1909. 
There we go. And since this was a little bit harsher and weirder and darker than our last couple of way back whens or than our average way back when, I do have something a little bit lighter um, to cleanse the palate, so to speak. And it's from the Ellenbrook train station. Lick it on me. Wednesday, March 22nd, 2017. The headline is, Secret Message is Only for Dogs. And it's by Great Big Woofer. And here's the message. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm going to turn the camera so that I'm getting this one's reaction, okay? Okay. Can you see him? Oh, I see him. So the article says, Who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? Recent studies from the University of Western Australia's Veterinary Sciences Department show that you are a good boy. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Who's my good boy? Yes, it's you. Yes, it's you. You want the ball? You want the ball? Go, go get it. Yes, who's a smart doggo? Who's a smart dog who's got the ball? You want your belly scratched? Of course you do. Come here. Yes, who's getting a belly scratch? You. Comrade, I don't have much time. I've embedded this information deep enough into this nonsense article that nobody should read it unless they're looking for it. The mission has failed and the raven has flown on the wings of midnight. Don't pray for me. I'm already dead. You want a treat, you lovely big puppy. Yes, you do. Here, have a bone. Yes, you deserve it, you big boof head. Yes, cutie, I love you. End of article. That was a fucking trip. And I love the best part. Okay, so Poncho was so cute with the head tilt. Like, what's going on? Huh? 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 Must be talking to me. And then, like, gave up because it was like, he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I see. I'm not getting anything out of this. I'm going to, I'm going to look away. (laughs) I hope people were listening to this on speaker with their uh, dogs in the area, like, wondering, like, what the fuck is going on? Who is this? If you did listen to this with your dog, or if you want to go back and play this for your dog and take a video of their reaction, I will post it on our story because that sounds awesome. Oh my God. Please do that, people. That sounds amazing. Oh, that was so fun. Okay, good. Yeah, that was was definitely a a better, brighter vibe than uh, what we had before. So that's good. I've had some good stuff saved for a while, and I was able to pull out one for the episode with Alex Goldman, and this one seemed perfect for right now. So there we go. Yeah, it certainly was. Um, so now it's time for an honest ad. And uh, we've got one here. Recent college grad seeking independence. I don't have the worst relationship with my parents, but it's nowhere close to great, at least on my end. They always say they're there for me and want the best for me, but the way they act and talk to me makes me feel some combination of resentful, angry, upset, and downtrodden. I honestly don't talk to my dad much since him and my mom are divorced and he doesn't have somewhere for me to sleep at his place. And he also doesn't really try to talk to me about anything, only inviting me over for dinner once a month or less. My main grievance is with my mom, though. She always finds something to complain about, even if literally nothing is wrong. It brings me down. When she's not complaining and in a bad mood, she acts immature and annoys me on purpose. In the past, she dated someone me and my brother did not approve of and told her so from the start. When he started living with us, me and my brother were understandably upset and angry because she always wanted us to spend time with him and for all of us to get along, but without going into too much detail, he was an awful person. She would sob when we told her we didn't want him around and make us feel bad for the situation she put us all into. 
Now I finished college summa cum laude with two degrees and got a good paying job with a good work environment and benefits right after graduation, while most people in my field still struggle to find any sort of job. I've only been at this job for two and a half months now, and already my mom is pestering me to get a better job and go back for another degree. While I know she has my best interest at heart, it feels like I'm not doing good enough even though I'm within the top ranks of my fellow grads in my field. She also constantly bashes well-known professionals in my field, which makes me feel even worse, like there's nothing I can do to be good enough in what I do. The way she talks to me and acts makes me desperately want to move out and, honestly, never speak to her again. That last bit is a little harsh, but any interaction with her makes me feel awful. I don't make enough with my starting salary to move anywhere decent, and I have no one to split rent with at the moment, as everyone I know is content with their living situations. I'm just at a loss for what to do because every minute I spend with my parents, especially my mom, breaks me down emotionally and mentally, and there's no talking to either of them about how I feel because they always ignore my feelings and go back to their old ways. I've come to the conclusion that once I make enough and or have a roommate situation, I'm moving out. For my emotional well-being, that's the only thing that will help, but in the meantime, I don't know what to do. Sincerely, a recent college grad seeking independence. Wow. Well... Thank you for sending this in. It's very vulnerable. I know there was things that really jumped out to me as far as like things that I could relate to. I know that in my life, I really had to learn that I'm never going to live up to everybody's standards. And the thing that will leave me feeling fulfilled is to set goals for myself and really orient my life around feeling proud of myself and what I've accomplished and not putting too much weight into whether or not other people are, are proud of me, you know? Um, but that's way easier said than done. And I still get my feelings hurt. Sometimes my grandma, bless her heart. When I told her I was, uh, freelancing, I was like really excited about it. And I got a couple of good contracts and I was so excited. And she kept calling me and saying, and whenever you do decide to get a real job, yeah. you know, <laughs> it's like over and over <laughs> again. And then when I finally did land this new job that I'm really excited about at like this huge agency, she was like, that's awesome. And I think you should apply for some type of real like work, like waitressing on the weekend. So you have consistent money, you know, <laughs> it's just never quite, uh, you know, enough for everybody. So I, re I really, you know, relate to that. And then I will say my attitude towards living at home is just don't do it. If it makes you anything other than feel happy and secure. And I highly recommend there's Facebook groups, Honestly, Craigslist, if you're careful, can be a great place to find roommates. Um, you know, we live in an age where it's pretty easy to like video chat and meet up for coffee safely and, you know, get to know people that might be potential roommates. Um, I just know that for me, even though there's a lot of hardships and expenses that come with not living at home, the impact that it has on my life to be able to really be independent and be on my own and know that any interaction I have with people in my family is by choice and something that I get to set boundaries and dictate because I get to go home at the end of the day. 
um, has really helped me. And I know that a lot of people are really happy being able to live at home. Zandy, you can probably talk a little bit about the other side. But for me, it's like, I know that there were times when I just couldn't afford to not live at home, but I just did. Like I worked like three jobs to make it happen because it was more important to me and better for my mental health to be miserable working and living on my own than miserable and living at home. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. I, yeah, like you said, living at home right now. Um, but yeah, I'm fortunate where I don't feel that pressure. I feel some pressures for sure. You know, I'm normal. I think a normal amount, a healthy amount. Um, but also I've been able to keep some of my independence. I mean, it helped, it helped that I hadn't lived at home for five, six years when I came back. Um, so it was more like, a, oh, like I'm just back temporarily and it feels very temporary and that helps mentally know like, okay, this isn't forever. This is just a, um, a stage. So I think about that a lot. Um, and then also I find my ways to have my own space, which I know is not necessarily that easy. Um, to do depending, you know, it depends on the situation, but I definitely just do what I can to keep my own life while also living around family constantly. Um, and to, you know, grow my, like grow my community and support network that's outside of my family, despite living at home, because I feel like it's really easy when you're at home to not put as much energy into, um, friendships or not put as much energy into getting yourself out there, uh, finding new opportunities, um, because there's so much that kind of comes easy to you when you're living at home. <sighs> yeah. So I'm working on that adjustment personally, but, um, yeah, I think for me, what helps is just mentally knowing that it's not forever and actively planning for things. Even if I don't plan on moving out necessarily soon, having a plan in place and thinking about my next steps and even looking into them, like some, like even to the point of researching different apartments and researching different areas, um, not even just as like a fun exercise, just, you know, to kind of dream, but also to actually plan and to have some knowledge going into it helps a lot. Um, and then that way, you know, with your negative interactions or whenever something here, I don't like, I mean, I, I overall do not like that I'm living in Ohio right now, but sometimes I'll have these interactions in Ohio and I'm like, okay, but I know this isn't forever. And like reminding myself of that has uh, definitely come in handy. So, and it sounds a little bit like you have some, you have some complicated relationships with your parents, which most people do because we spend a lot of time around them and there's a lot of things that come with being family. You know, mm -hmm. I, I don't, come from you know uh my parents weren't divorced but you know e e either way you have to deal with sort of just the bullshit that comes with like living with somebody for your whole life and all that stuff and uh i i will say that it's hard to separate you in the context of your success and you in the context of your whole life, you know, I'm sure that it's a little bit of like a juxtaposition that you feel like you're doing so well compared to your peers that you graduated with, but you also feel like you're really struggling with the situation that you're in. And I know that I've definitely felt like I work so hard and I see that on paper it's paying off, but I don't feel it. And 
I think that you could really benefit from just taking a couple of minutes maybe every weekend or after the end of a work day and just saying to yourself, I am doing a good job. I am benefiting from the hard work that I put in and I am proud of myself. Yeah, I agree with that because I have found my, and you just kind of touched on something that I didn't realize that I did, but I definitely do where any successes I have, I can I can kind of talk down by saying, yeah, but I'm living at home in Ohio. Like I I I, I compare these things as if that makes any sense at all. It doesn't. Um, because hey, that's just a situation I'm in. That doesn't define me. That doesn't define my career or anything. Um, so it doesn't matter that this is where I am. What matters is, you know, what I'm working on, what I'm doing, and how I feel about it. But yeah, I find myself thinking, oh, any success that I have, I think, oh yeah, but I'm still still living at home right now. Like I I'm not haven't moved somewhere new yet. And I it's a terrible habit of mine to like kind of talk that down. So yeah, um I feel like it can be so easy to take your situation and then your and your successes and like, yeah, bring your bring talk yourself down, which you shouldn't be doing. Um, yeah, just for that. So, and we're um, proud of you. We are proud of you. And yeah, like Liz said, it would, it's a great exercise to try to tell yourself that you're proud of yourself because you should be. Um, and hey, you've, you've managed to write out some successes you've had recently. And that's fantastic that you recognize those because yeah, you deserve to be recognized for that. And I'm sorry that people around you aren't recognizing you for that, but uh, for what it's worth, we recognize you and we are impressed and we are excited for you and what, you, what you've got coming up. I'd like to end <laughs> with this headline that I saw. I think it's from a satirical newspaper. Um, I can't find the actual source or even the actual article. Um, it's just silly. So there's like a picture of the author and it's like this older white guy. And the headline is, I won't allow my daughter to bring her black boyfriend into this house until I've tidied up and created a welcoming environment. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i'm like oh good is this from 1909 again another thing <laughs> shit like that yeah it just made me laugh especially because we do see a lot of you know stinky stuff in yeah, yeah. in these newspapers yeah um i just that made me giggle that's so I'd funny yeah because yeah it's because Unfortunately, as you were reading that, I'm like, yep, I've come definitely come across some terrible stuff in these old newspapers, especially that are just so negative um, and racist, not negative. I mean, that's not strong enough of a term, um, like just super racist stuff. And um, yeah, OK, that's a nice little I don't know. I got nervous. I got nervous because I'm like, oh, God, I know. I think I made everybody hold their breath for a minute. But I, <laughs> I thought it was funny. Just a little funny play on words. Oh, boy. Yeah. And um, next week is going to be an awesome episode. It's pretty funny. I think it's really fascinating. Um, if you aren't familiar with Reply All and you want to check them out so that you have a little bit of an idea of who we're interviewing, you can do that on any where that you get podcasts. 
if you want to follow us on Instagram so you can stay updated with all of our content. I post lots of fun visuals from old newspapers. I think I'm going to post some of these ads for sex hotlines that keep coming up. Okay, good. Send me some of those personally. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> and uh, and if you want to reach out to us via email, Sandy, what's our email? It's humanseekinghuman at gmail.com. You can share your thoughts. You can also share your own honest ad where you uh, talk about what you're seeking and it's really where you're at in life. And uh, we'll uh, talk about you and talk about ourselves because we do that really well. Um, so yeah, love to hear from you. Humanseekinghuman at gmail.com. Thanks so much, everyone, for listening. This was a a great time. And we can't wait for you to tune in to next week's episode. Until then. 